Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. That's right, we covered it when it first happened. It was a breath of fresh air to the community at large. The good people of Enfield, North Carolina elected Mayor Mondale Robinson because he's a true leader. He was put under investigation for doing exactly what you just saw. Those charges never came because the investigation was dropped. But it got the attention of the KK clowns who decided to engage in a fear and intimidation campaign. Here's one of their voicemail. Greetings from the loyal white knights of the Ku Klux Klan. The dumbest of the month award goes to Mayor Mondale Robinson for calling on Governor Cooper to investigate white terror in Enfield, North Carolina. While the are running the crime rate sky high, shooting each other in gang violence, he wants to worry about Confederate monuments. If you're interested in joining the Klan, leave your name and number and we'll get back to you. I always remember if it ain't white, it ain't right. All right, now, fast forward, about a year ago, roughly, racist leaflets were distributed throughout the community of Enfield, North Carolina. The mayor requested an investigation, and a few days ago, he brought it back up, mentioned it again. That inaction from the state has been the response. Well, the state did act after he said that by letting him know he is under investigation for committing a crime against himself and his community. We have the mayor to talk about it. Mayor Mondale Robinson, good day, sir. Welcome to the show. It's good to be with you. Thank you so much for having me and covering the story. Absolutely, dear brother. Um, you're a friend, you're an ally, we support you. Let's go into what happened just a few days ago when SBI agents showed up at your parents' home. Tell us the scene. Yeah, so I was actually out of the state because I've not been standing at the house as often as I should because of you know death threats and also the likelihood that something could happen to me and not have the support of state officials or local law enforcement either. So I've been you know trying to keep my whereabouts up in wraps and traveling a lot. But what happened was my baby sister called me, my youngest sister called me and told me that the SBI agents were at my mother's house where she's staying right now, and I was like. Great, they're investigating uh, this racist leaflet. She's like, no, they're investigating you and I for throwing these leaflets. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. So I make her put me on speakerphone so I can hear what's going on and also interact with the agents. And that's when it got extremely interesting to me. And also I saw what was at, uh, at play right now. You know, this is such an irony. Uh, for those who are um, watching, they're not familiar with North Carolina bureaucracy. Who, what does SBI stand for and who are they? 
So the SBI is to North Carolina what the FBI is to the federal government. It stands for the State Bureau of Investigation. It's the, it's the state's top cops and they do all the investigations. Where they basically have jurisdiction over the entire state and choose what they can and can't investigate. These are the same organization that was investigating me for turning down the statue. And they were loud about that investigation. But when they dropped those charges, they didn't say anything to any of the media sources they had that, that they had previously spoken to. Which is why some people thought that this topic that you was covering a couple of days ago, Doc, was an old topic when in actuality, this is brand new. This is them now investigating me for throwing racist leaflets when we know this is not the case at all. And also the loyal white knights has a long history of behaving like this throughout the state. Just so happened, I'm a loud victim and the first victim ever to be charged or investigated for throwing these leaflets. Even though, like I said, they've been doing this for more than a decade all across the state. You know, this is um, quite baffling. Uh, so according to the narrative, uh, they have been investigating this for a year. And you just found out there was an investigation a few days ago. And the investigation is pointed toward you. My question is, if they've been investigating this for a year, uh, did they contact you to get information about who could have done this? They, not only did they not contact me about who could have done this or follow up on the loyal white knights who, like I said, has already behaved in this manner for the past decade or more throughout our state. They also haven't been to my office to pick up the evidence that I told them about a year ago when they were investigating me about the monument, the death threats, the threats, the racist emails, and also letters. They're still sitting on my desk. Not only that, they didn't even have a clue uh, that the sheriff, the county sheriff, Halifax County Sheriff, had collected about 50 of these uh, leaflets from people's yard the day that it happened. And, and I know that to be true because when I asked him in my mother's living room, have you all fingerprinted or investigated the leaflets? And he was like, oh, I got a picture of it, is what Officer or Agent White Chief said. And I said, a picture? Why haven't you picked up any? He was like, well, we, there's no need for us to go to people's house and try to pick them up. It's a year later and that, that, that evidence will be contaminated. I said, people's house contaminated. The sheriff came that day and picked up 50 of them and turned them over the evidence. And I know that to be true because a simple Google search will show you the, the sheriff agent or deputy that actually picked them up, that said who went around to the houses in the local paper. So if you're doing an investigation for a year and you ain't found out what Google can tell you, don't sound like an investigation to me. And it's also extremely important that people remember that it's been a year that I've been calling for the state to act on this. I told the governor the day that this happened uh, that he should call a state of emergency. And this is what the response is. Instead of a state of emergency, it's a state of investigating a black elected about waste, racist white uh, behavior. So the leaflets, they get tossed out, you know, placed um, in residents' yards, etc. Uh, you call for an investigation. The state does not respond appropriately. I have to ask you about the local authorities because you do have a local police force. What has the response been locally? I mean, listen, local media and local local law enforcement, if I'm being honest, is kind of hostile towards me as well. If you remember, Doc, when you first covered the story, the SBI was in infield because the local police chief actually called them to investigate me and told them I committed a crime. I turned down the statue, even though I didn't commit a crime and their investigation led to no charges, right? So I, I mean, we, we can't expect to hear anything. We haven't seen the local papers in infield since 
the uh, since the press conference when I called on the state of emergency. So when all the information, when all this noise died down about the white supremacy's behavior, we haven't seen the local paper to cover anything as not even a town hall, let alone the, the threats that a mayor, a local elected is receiving from white supremacists like this. Let's talk about you and your sister because according to the update, she said we're both under investigation. Talk about that connection, why would um, you and her be under investigation by the SBI? Yeah, I mean, I, you saw a little smirk on my face when you said that because I have, I'm one of 13 uh, kids, right? And me and my baby sister are the only two that live in the town of Enfield. Their evidence, apparently their evidence against my sister was her cell phone pinged off of a tower in Enfield. Well, of course it will. And if you check every day of every year, her cell phone pings off that same tower because <laughs> she lives there. So this is the this is the ridiculousness at which they can bring a, a case against me and my family. This is nothing more than political threats and silence and, and basically assassination. And I'm not trying to make myself into anybody that I'm not. I'm just saying I see what's happening here, and I and I tell everybody. It's no need to pretend that the empire, the invisible empire is gone or they don't exist. This is how they show up now. And they told me that in one of the threats, the invisible empire will watch you and interact with you in every aspect of your life. And we're seeing it right now. But what I told the SBI and I stand by that is, I and every family member I have will be willing to stand and take a polygraph test. I just want them and whoever told them to investigate me to be willing to do the same thing. Fascinating, fascinating. Um, let's talk about the dynamic of you being an elected official, you are calling for an investigation. Typically states have some type of reciprocal relationship with municipalities that would create almost an automatic response once it is determined by that leader, we need special assistance. We have something like that even in Georgia. Does anything like that exist for Enfield as it relates to the state? Yeah, I mean, the state has the power to call a state of emergency when 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 threats like this happen. This is not a small thing for the loyal white knights, which is the the, the nation largest uh, uh, chapter of KKK, and also people who were responsible partially for the march on. Uh, Charlottesville with the tiki torch where we saw someone get murdered. So this idea that I tore down a, a Confederate monument that means so much to the KKK's uh, history heritage. And then for the, the governor and all of the apparatus of the state of North Carolina to sit silent as if I'm blowing a, uh, a, 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 a an air horn with no noise is ridiculous to me. This is deadly, not just for me, but also for the citizens and residents of the state because it wasn't just elected officials in Charlottesville that was threatened. It was everybody and we saw that when a citizen was killed by someone with their vehicle. Let's talk about the sheriff because according to the evidence collected, according to how it was collected, the sheriff should have retained that evidence. An investigation should have moved forward, but the SBI agents, they were unaware that the sheriff had collected some of these leaflets, had it in their custody. Has the sheriff spoken to you? Has there been any communication since? I actually called the sheriff just to make sure that my memory, because I'm old and stressed, but <laughs> I was trying to make sure my memory wasn't failing me. So I called the sheriff a couple of days ago and asked him, do he remember our conversation on day of? And he was like, yeah, we collected about 50 of them and they were in evidence. They was handed to evidence. So that I know for a fact. So while and while you talk and when you and when I hope you do talk to the SBI and everybody should reach out and try to figure out what's going on here because this is a this is abuse of power, right? So when you talk to them, you should 
should ask them if you had or if you were aware of these leaflets in evidence for over a year protected from contamination. Why then would you tell the mayor that there's no need to collect them from residents and you had a picture of it? Because if you have the exact and the real thing, why do you need a picture of it? And why are you talking about contaminated items from regular residents when you can just go directly to the county sheriff? And of course, as soon as I said that to him, he tried to flip him like, oh yeah, we knew about those. You knew about them and you've been doing an investigation, but you've not picked them up yet? Yeah, that doesn't make sense whatsoever. Um, and we will pose that direct question. Naturally, we reached out to them. They have not been responsive to us at Indisputable. Uh, we do believe that will change very soon. Uh, as it stands now, have you heard any additional information other than you and your sister are under investigation for crimes against basically yourselves and those residents? We, we've not heard anything and here's the funny thing. When I told the SBI about those leaflets, they tried to tell me this was protected language. And that's not really just because someone is being racist, it's not really a crime. But it's so funny now that they're investigating me for it, it's automatically a crime, right? I'm being investigated for the crime of throwing racist leaflets. This is the, this is the circle they're living in and I think they think they're dealing with an idiot who's afraid of them. Um, but I signed up for this. I signed up this That's a right. long time ago. I will also say though, this is not me trying to be hard or me trying to be a martyr because I want to live a long life. But I, 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 black people need to be aware of that this is real and not just for me, for so many people. If you look at the long list of people who have received death threats like this throughout North Carolina, just from this group. And it is a long list of organizations and a simple Google will show that. And it's absolutely scary that it's 2023 and we have state government sitting silent while this happened. And as it pertains to the question that you posed, Doc, uh, the only other communication we heard was they reached out and told us when uh, the polygraph that me and my sister volunteered for were scheduled. So I'm waiting to hear from them if I can bring cameras in there so people can see what you're doing so there can be no trickery behind these subjective uh, polygraph tests. I'm willing to sit for them, I'm not willing to be hoodooed and hoodwinked but around them. So I'm, I haven't heard back from them about can we let the public watch while I take this polygraph test. Man, this is um, such an extreme response, obviously. Um, but naturally, we got your back, dear brother. And we are thankful that advocates and leaders like yourself, not afraid, you're not afraid to engage and to defend. You defend black lives and you defend the historically marginalized every single day. Um, give the best, give my best to your family. There are a lot of people, when I covered this story earlier this week, a lot of people, man, there's a lot of love. They want to know if they can support you. Is there anything that we can do? Is there a GoFundMe, a potential legal cost? Like, what can we do to be supportive of you and the family? Right now, we, we have no legal costs associated with that. I will keep you abreast of what's going on. I tell people, don't let this story go under the rug. Don't let it be last week's media cycle because this is abuse of power. And this is the threat of democracy that black people deal with even when we win elections. That's right, all right. We'll be in touch, dear brother, you know, can call me anytime. Thank you. Thank you. All right, you all keep our brother, the mayor of Enfield. Lifted. If you're a person of faith, you know what to do. If not, send them positive vibes, all right? It all works.